So today I've decided that I want to talk about my relationship, my healing relationship with my lower back um, and what my back, specifically my lower back, has taught me uh, about what I need to do in order to reconcile with myself and in order to heal um, my deeper emotional wounds. And I keep using the word heal and I keep telling myself that I have to find other words to replace that word because it's becoming one of those yeah, big cliches and overused words. But for now, I just I can't find any other word because it, it, that's, that's really it. Healing. Um, anyway, the point is when I was in my mid-twenties and I was still living in France and I was uh, studying in the university there, I was uh, going through an undiagnosed, pretty severe depression, which I had been dragging about uh, since I was a child. And uh, the thing about depression is when you don't have much of a a counterbalance or an example of what depression is not in your life, then it's hard hard to recognize and to acknowledge that you're depressed. Uh, And only until you actually have a different mirror, which usually you have to seek out for, uh, you don't necessarily see it. Uh, It's... It's pretty uncanny depression that way. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I was, I had, there were many wonderful things about my life, but I had this kind of ongoing, yeah, very profoundly rooted depression. And as a part of that, of course, my body responded in a number of different ways and my lower back kind of started caving in. Uh, and so three hernias, one after the other, developed. And I started uh, just walking around in excruciating pain and having a very hard time functioning and getting even more depressed. And of course, I blamed the depression that I had and that I did recognize at that time to a certain extent on these hernias, not realizing and not understanding that it was actually the other way around. It's not about blame, but more of uh, acknowledging that the hernias were a result of my being depressed. And when I returned to Colombia, um, I was really, I was really, really struggling with it, uh, having a hard time carrying myself, physically and emotionally and mentally and all, on all levels. Uh, and I started looking for ways to fix my back, uh, because yeah, I kind of approached it from a strictly physiological level back then. And so I, after some time I, um, of having a lot of spasms and going to tons of different physiotherapists and trying all kinds of different remedies, I went for the surgery. And so I did a surgery and it was a blotched surgery. It didn't go well and it ended up um, only just giving me more pain in the end. And then from there, I just kind of started walking around life (laughs) with this, I mean, on top of the fact that I had all of these um, unresolved issues with myself, tons and tons, like huge luggage. 
I started walking around feeling very bitter because of my pain in my lower back. And uh, this pain was something that would come and go until um, until it started becoming more and more present and my back started kind of uh, developing a voice of its own, a very angry voice, and every so often just going into a state of spasm. And if you have had a back spasm, then you will know what I'm talking about. And if you haven't, <laughs> then I can tell you that it's practically all of your muscles and your entire just your entire portions of your body going into a state of complete gridlock where everything just locks up and you absolutely cannot move uh, and if you move you will feel excruciating pain um, and at first when you experience that for me i remember the first um the first spasms that i experienced more than the pain it was the terror of it it was like the the panic of seeing my body kind of turn against me that way and me not having any uh any say in it you know or so i thought um and then of course afterwards there's there's the pain and seeing how uh, how the pain kind of takes over and so I used to get these spasms every once in a while. And um, I still do, actually. At one point, I thought they were gone, <laughs> but uh, clearly not, not, not yet, not at this point. But I definitely, definitely can tell you mm, that my relationship with these spasms has changed profoundly, significantly. And that's really what I want to talk about. Uh, what I want to share with you today. Um, when I used to get these spasms in the past, and I used to just find myself completely um, locked in one position and unable to move, my first reaction, of course, would be panic. And I would feel very, very sorry for myself. Um, and I would get very, I would go into depression mode right away. Uh, and this is not to talk about, you know, the depression that at one point I did start treating and all my emotional <laughs> shit, which I started working with years ago and I continue to work with uh, and work on. Um, but with the, with the spasms, yeah, I would just go into this like terrible, terrible... Um, mind space and this terrible terrible emotional place and uh, I would lie in bed and suffer a lot suffer a lot a lot a lot and with time I kind of just ended up getting used to it and then I would just kind of um, take myself to the hospital uh, get a few injections mm, you know spend spend a few days in bed complain a lot and just be miserable altogether and then eventually the pain would kind of more or less go away and I would kind of start a new cycle um in the last few years I think in the last three or four years I may have gotten maybe three three spasms yeah and each one has taught me something new because 
these last three years have been particularly intense in my in my personal process and so i have more and more resources and more and more tools to to teach me and to show me the way um and so with each spasm it's been so far i can say uh an opportunity for me to observe what's actually going on on a more on a deeper level and um each time it's it's more and more of an occasion for me to befriend to become friends with my spasms and with my back and with everything that my back is telling me uh yelling at me <laughs> that i haven't been able to listen to otherwise and so i've been getting better and better at managing um the spasms and but always with the hope that you know i'm strong enough to make them go away and this week because i've been having such a difficult um time because you may or may not know that this is for me this this is the most difficult period of my life right now my mother passed away a few months ago and everything in my life is new uh, i don't have any next of kin so i'm rediscovering life from this place uh where <laughs> my support system has changed completely and i need to figure things out from like from from zero again so it's been a very 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 challenging period uh and with that i continue to do to do my work and so this last week uh i had a a spasm and but the dance with it has been completely different and i thought it would be really cool to yeah to share um what has happened with it so in the first day or two uh first of all it didn't come as in in what's the word in tempestuously i don't know if no that's not a word in english it didn't come as as suddenly and as um surprisingly as it would in the past like i didn't just kind of do a movement and suddenly say stay stuck it just kind of started announcing itself so i already knew that it was coming and then when it slowly slowly kind of um came out let's say um i agreed to see it as a hurt friend or as a as myself um as my crying self let's say and i understood that i really just needed to shift my attention towards that aspect of myself with tons and tons and tons of patience and compassion and instead of trying and doing everything to make it fucking go away as i always did in the past you know i'll do anything just as long as you go away it became more of um uh and i'm going to nurture you into health experience um instead of i want you to go away because i can't stand you it became i'm i'm profoundly listening to you and i'm here to tell you that it's okay and so for example uh if i go to the bathroom when i sit on the toilet there are certain you know micro movements that my muscles don't appreciate and they just kind of cringe 
then I do it very, very slowly and with as much intention as I can, very, very, very gently. And I observe kind of that movement in my body and those points where my muscles scream, no! And at the same time, as they're screaming, no, I don't try to change that or to stop them from screaming. But I do kind of send the message. It's um, through like being meditative and kind of um, very mindful of what I'm doing. I send a different message to my body. Uh, I say, I say to it, it's okay. I understand. I know that there's pain, but this movement isn't going to hurt us. You won't be hurt. We'll do it very, very gently together, and it's fine. And so it became this um, experiment of uh, kind of dancing with the pain, which I've already mentioned in the past to other people to dance with the pain, but on an even deeper level and on a more compassionate level. And so the pain is no longer, mm, it's no longer me. It's just the pain that there is in, in my physical body. Um, and, and I'm able to introduce something else, which is just a, a very calming and compassionate voice towards the pain without, without trying to make it go away. When the pain understands that I'm not trying to make it go away, it calms down. It really is like having, I don't know, a crying baby inside. If you try too hard to make it stop, it's just going to continue. So um, so it's kind of fi finding the balance. And as it turns out, I think it's been, it's been pretty amazing because um, the pain is actually seceding. It's going away very quickly compared to other times. And also, I've felt much less in a rush. Um, it's not to say that I enjoy suffering or that I enjoy pain. But it's to say that I can almost reach that point where pain... Yeah, where pain is fine. Like, um, strange for me to say, but... I feel like that changes from a cognitive place. It changes things so profoundly. It sends such a different message to the body. Um, I know that physiologically there are there are studies that have have shown that this kind of thing you know works physiologically. Uh, it's just amazing to see how it does how how the body actually does react because little by little I do the movements and there is no longer resistance there. And uh, the walls within me coming down are uh, coming down mm, with much more in a much more effective and rapid kind of way because I'm no longer in a rush, because I'm not trying to make them come down, because what I'm doing is acknowledging the pain and receiving it within. So it may sound a little bit weird, but it feels to me like um like quite a quite an accomplishment just in terms of not suffering it but just experiencing it and understanding that my body is calling me for attention is calling for my attention is telling me that i need to um that i need to lie down for a moment and that i need to be with myself and with my pain um yeah, it's pretty amazing that 
because I'm not able to hear that in other ways, my body can tell me that. And then I learn more and more to listen to it when I haven't, I haven't been a very good listener with my body in my life <laughs> for the most part. So it's a really amazing lesson and I thought it would be cool to share it with you. Um, yeah, I hope, I hope it helps. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I've been babbling a bit. I'm still, you know, I'm still figuring this podcasting out. I'm not sure how to combine, you know, being vulnerable and um, putting myself in a place where I'm not sure exactly um, what it is I'm saying and at the same time combining it with, you know, the insight and the things that that I've learned that I want to share. So that's that. I'm sending you love and... Yeah, there's a lot that I want to share. I hope that I can find the right way to do it. And good night.